the Biden administration is a complete disaster. And he just continues to mess it up. The left needs some help from Donald Trump and the media to counter all his crappy policies and his foregone conclusion that he's trying to destroy the country. The problem is no one's watching the media. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. And for all those soldiers out there and those who've lost their lives protecting this country, happy Memorial Day. Um, I mix Memorial Day and uh, Veterans Day all the time. I see them both as really important. So I hope everyone has a nice, safe Memorial Day weekend. Um, Let's get to it. Uh, So, more money, more money, more money, more money. I, you know, it's just, we're spending so much money and now it's looking like it's going to get worse. So Republicans are not really helping the situation at all, which is a little surprising considering that's something they've always run on is fiscal responsibility, but apparently they don't have the guts to actually go out there and take responsibility financially. So Joe Biden put out a $2.4 trillion uh, infrastructure plan. Um, That plan was supposed to be $1.9 trillion, but when you look at it at the end, it's going to end up being between 2.3 and 2.4. Well, the Republicans apparently didn't like it, and they didn't like it a lot, and it's simply because most of the plan had nothing to do with infrastructure. I agreed with it. You, When I saw $2 trillion, I thought to myself, oh my lord, this is not going to be infrastructure. There's no way we need $2 trillion on the infrastructure. Well, the Republicans did counter. They cut out a lot of the fat. Don't forget that that infrastructure plan, that $2 trillion infrastructure plan, was only supposed to cover about 6% infrastructure. So it was a lot of little pet projects. And we'll, those pet projects are still wanted by the Biden administration. But the Republicans did counter it. They said that they cut it down and made it into a $564 billion plan. Now, considering the whole infrastructure bill was still only about $400 billion, I'm not exactly sure what they left in. I'm sure they put some sugar on that uh, sugar on that hot uh, liver to make sure that Biden might gulp it up. Well, Biden didn't. And then he counter-offered with a $1.7 trillion plan. Now, the Republicans, in all their bravery, have raised their offer to $928 billion. So now, I guess, only about 60% of the new plan would be for infrastructure. Only 40% would be for infrastructure. So this is what they actually offered. They offered $500 billion for roads. That's awful high, $500 billion. Do we really need to spend $500 billion for roads this year? I, I, I just, I think this is just, again, another real crappy uh, spending of money. $98 billion for pu- public transportation. I also think that is extremely high. $70 billion for water infrastructure. Not really sure what they're going to do with that, but okay, $700 billion for that. And then a, uh, let's see, what else here? $46 billion for passenger rail. Okay, gotcha. 
again, this is all Green New Deal crap. It really is. Here's a, here's the thing. I, I love the train. I'm on the train all the time. The train really is not really supposed to be government run. That is something they should be doing. $46 billion on Amtrak? Oh, come on, guys. According to um, the Republican bill, only about a quarter of that bill, 25%, will be new funding. What they want to do is use the unfunded stimulus, unspent stimulus money from last year. So that would cover about $500 billion. The plan would be spent over eight years. So it's not like this $928 billion is going to be spent all at once. It's going to be spent over eight years. Senator Pat Toomey from Pennsylvania said the goal of the bill was to spend it on the right things. Quote, we want to focus on actual infrastructure. The platforms and services that move people and goods and services through the economy, that's what people understand to be infrastructure. And we can reach an agreement if we can focus on those items. Now, the only thing I have a problem with this is, first off, it's still very high. I think with the $2 trillion we spent on stimulus, on Biden's stimulus, maybe we should just ease up on the spending a little bit. $500 billion for roads, that's a lot. $98 billion for public transportation is un- unholy. And $46 billion for passenger rail is also unholy. People don't take, the, don't take trains anymore. As Ben Shapiro said, this is 2021, not 1860. So it just seems like it's still a lot of waste. Though the Biden administration did not comment on it right away, Jen Psaki did release a statement. At first view, we note several constructive additions to the group's previous proposals, including on roads, bridges, and rail. At the same time, we remain concerned that there that their plan still provides no substantial new funds for critical job-creating needs, such as fixing our veterans' hospitals, by the way, that's not infrastructure, building a modern rail systems, again, that's probably not infrastructure for the 21st century, that's infrastructure for the 1800s, rail systems are not going to be used in this country, and by the way, Here's something wild and crazy. Shouldn't that be a private thing? Amtrak is a private company that's subsidized by the government. But the government really is not responsible for creating that stuff. It's always been, it's always been private. Always been private. A lot of people say, no, the government subsidized the the, uh, railway between Washington and the West. That's not, no, it's not true. That was all privatized. Repairing our transit systems... I don't think our transit systems need repair. Removing dangerous lead pipes. Empowering America's leadership in the job-creating clean energy economy. That has nothing to do. Solar panels and windmills have nothing to do with infrastructure. That actually should be done by the private sector if they want to make money. Among other things. Lastly, we are concerned that the approval on how to pay for Uh, for the plan remains unclear. We are worried that major cuts in COVID relief funds could imperil pending aid to small businesses, restaurants, rural hospitals, using the money to get back on their feet after the crush of the pandemic. Well, here's the other problem. That's kind of a a, a jab at at the Trump administration a little bit. I took it as, as that. But here's the problem. That money's been sitting there for like nine months, almost a year, and it still hasn't been spent. 
And they've made the process of getting some of these loans, loans that will be forgiven eventually, they've made it impossible that small businesses can't get it. That money is just sitting there. So they're just looking to spend money at this point. That's all they're doing. And they're looking to spend money so they can raise taxes. Okay, but my big thing here is it's not even the Biden administration. They are being unreasonable. They're being stupid. My problem is the Republicans. I am sick and tired of them caving to the Democrats. The polls that say Biden is at like a 60% approval, that is complete BS. There is no way Joe Biden is actually a 60% approval with the mess this country is in right now in the short period of of time it took Biden to get us into this mess. Um, all this spending has consequences. And it's not going to affect necessarily me, though it already is, maybe not you, but it's going to affect our kids, our great, our grandkids, and our great grandkids if this stuff isn't reined in. The Republicans should grow some nuts and just say no. Because there will be consequences in the future. And they should talk about those consequences. And should, they should point to what's happening already today. And say, the consequences are going to happen. And they're already happening. But imagine it far worse. Scream, scream about Biden's spending. Don't vote for any of his spending. Just like his last stimulus plan, which was worthless. Then... When the crap hits the fan, which it will, point to the Democrats and say, we told you so, elect us. My thing, my biggest advice, stop spending money. Just stop. Republicans need to stop. I know it's been in vogue since Reagan, because Reagan was a heavy spender. But it's just, we've just got to stop all this spending of money. So... With that being said, and with the Republicans pushing against this COVID thing, uh, the Republicans pushing against his COVID stimulus, his American Families Plan, and now this infrastructure plan, what does Biden want to do? Spend more money. Biden introduced a $6 trillion plan that will spend another $6 trillion on all of his pet projects that he's looking for. Now, is he confident about this plan? Probably not so much. Listen to what he, listen to what he said yesterday when he actually announced this plan. Now as our economy recovers, there's going to be some bumps in the road. We know that. Of course there will be. You can't reboot a global economy like flipping on a light switch. There's going to be ups and downs in jobs and economic reports. There's going to be supply chain issues, price distortions on the way back to a stable and steady growth. In the coming weeks, my administration will take steps to combat these supply pressures, starting with the construction materials and transportation bottlenecks and building off the work we're doing on computer chips. We're also announcing new initiatives to combat anti-competitive practices that hurt small businesses and families. Fixing those problems can help build more dynamic, innovative economy, and we're going to have a lot more to say about that in the days ahead. But this, this is already clear. We're on the right track. The American Rescue Plan laid a strong foundation for a new economy that brings everybody along. But it's just a first step. 
We're going to build on the incentive and incredible progress that we've made and set America on a sustainable path to faster, more inclusive economic growth. We have to start investing in ourselves again, in the American people again. Couple of things here. Uh, first off, he's wrong. Uh, yes, we should be able to reboot the economy and we should be in really good shape. We should have people that just go out, go get jobs, and people will be working again. Don't forget, when this economy start, when this economy was shut down because of COVID, 3.5% unemployment. And now, with limited openings, we have 800 million jobs out there that can't be filled. So, he's full of crap. This is because of his policies. Everyone has extra money because of the stimulus checks and extended unemployment that the Democrats want to make permanent. Eight million jobs and people are not working because they're making more not working. People are getting too much money from the government, thanks to old Joe. Spending is out of control and now we're facing inflation, thanks to old Joe. He has closed our oil pipelines he has made us energy dependent again. Whereas Trump made us energy, energy independent in less than four years. And while doing so, he killed a lot of good, high-paying union jobs. Which, by the way, the last I checked, he has not replaced. His actions have killed an economy that should have blown up once we started opening. And he did it in four months. Well, Joe ain't done. His $6 trillion budget proposal is a year thing. It's supposed to be about 10 years. So you're looking at between 60 and $90 trillion in the next 10 years. Does that sound familiar? Doesn't that kind of sound like the Green New Deal bullshit again? Because that's what it is. Okay, for 2022... 1.52 trillion will be spent on the military and domestic programs. The military will actually be cut from what they were promised for next year by 1.6%. Oh, I'm sorry, their rise. They will actually get a rise of 1.6%, but they're actually going to have their uh, budget cut. So the rise is not that big of a deal. Domestic programs and renewable energy will get a 16.5% rise. Can I ask you a question? And I know you think, do you really think we should be cutting the military right now with the mess that is going on around the world? This is just Barack Obama and his third term. That's all this is. Barack Obama did exactly the same thing. In four years, Trump fixed it. And here comes old Joe jacking it all up again. For the next de decade, $4.5 trillion will be spent on, again, infrastructure. So, the typical roads, rail, replacing pipes, bridges, and airports. Money for high-speed broadband, which is not infrastructure. Universal preschool, including a guaranteed uh, hourly salary of $15 an hour for teachers. Not infrastructure. Money for affordable child care. Not infrastructure. 
money for paid leaves. We talked about what I think about paid leaves. Not infrastructure. Money on crap. Making people dependent on the government. Now, you might be saying to yourself, okay, Gene, 60 to $92 trillion we're looking by, by 2031. Okay, we're going to be in the red. There's no question. We're going to be in the red. So how do we deal with this? Well, let's raise taxes. Yay! Corporate tax rate would go from 21 to 28%, wiping out Donald Trump's tax decrease, tax reform from 2017. Top capital gains tax would go from, get this here, 23.8% to 43.4%. Yeah, you know what's going to happen to those top capital gains earners? They're going to leave the country. That's what they're going to do. 43%, almost 50% of what you make, you're giving to the government so they can F it all up. Unrealized gains would be taxed. Unrealized gains would be taxed with a 1 million being exempted. Excuse me, that is the uh, death tax is what they're talking about. It would tax unrealized gains up to a million dollars per person. Now, what does that mean? What that means is, that if Johnny dies, he is taxed on not only his real wealth, which is cash, liquid cash, but he's taxed on stocks, bonds, things that there is no real value there. So you buy a stock for $20. That stock right now is worth $20. If that stock goes up to $40, how much is that stock worth? It's worth $20. You have to actually sell the stock at $40 for it to be worth anything. So what they're saying is, if Johnny buys 10 shares of something for $20 and it goes up to $40 and he dies, the government gets to tax it at $40. In freaking credible. So there basically is no money. So how do you deal with that? You sell, you sell the stocks so that you could pay the government. A lot of this is reversing the tax Trump. Uh, the Trump tax cuts from 2017. And a lot of this, a lot of people are saying, hey, but he's only taxing people earning $400,000 or more. No, if he starts raising all these taxes, guess who is going to end up paying those taxes? The consumer. Because businesses are just going to either lay people off to pay the taxes or they're going to raise the prices of their services or goods. Things, it's going to be passed down to us one way or the other. And if you think he's going to be able to afford 60 to $90 trillion over 10 years and not tax people that are earning over $400,000, you're nuts. It, it, we're going to see a tax increase. Well, the good news is the IRS is going to be busy. So they're going to, they're going to actually give them some upgrades. They're going to give them money so they can create new rules. And some of those rules are going to require banks to report cash flows. God, that makes me feel good. The government is now going after my personal information at bank banks? I love that. They're going to uh, set up rules for killing exemptions. By the way, this is going to cost about $100 billion. They're also going to do overseas monitoring so that companies that invest overseas still get taxed in the United States. According to the Wall Street Journal, death would rise 112% and 
and 117% of GDP until 2031. Now, Biden knows this. And Biden said, but by 2031, we will actually be cutting in the deficit. We will be cutting the deficit. So we would actually lose debt after 2031. Okay, a couple problems with that. How? How does that make any sense? Because you will have finished spending at this time, $96 trillion, and where are we going to be? It's insane. And then 2031, what the hell does he care? What the hell does he care? Joe will either be dead or drooling in some old folks' home by then. He doesn't care. If this passes, it'll be a disaster. It probably won't pass. The Senate has already said they're insane. Uh, Democrats don't have the votes in the Senate. And I would say they're probably really twisting in the wind in the House. I think they may have some problems getting this passed in the House even. Because simply the Democrats don't have as much worry in the House. But nine votes, I could see them losing nine votes. I could see them losing four or five votes. That's all they need to do is lose like four. They only have a nine vote uh, majority in the House. So I could see them saying, okay, this is insane. Um, but this just shows how Biden and his administration really doesn't give a damn about the country and doesn't give a damn about the citizens in the country. Biden wanted to be president. That's it. And he wants to be a consequential president when he leaves. This is going to be his legacy. He doesn't care that he will jack my children and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren 20 to 30 years from now. He just wants a legacy. He wants to be what he thinks is effective when he leaves office in 2024, if he makes it that long. Because he's not going, and I don't see how he doesn't last. I got a feeling this will be a weekend at Bernie's thing, that if he dies in the middle of office they will just wheel him back and forth because he is the popular one. <laughs> Kamala Harris, not so much. She'd have more problems getting anything done. So I guess he just wants to have his uh, legacy be that of Jimmy Carter because Carter did pretty much the same thing in the 70s. And we see how well that worked out in the 70s. So with this entire disaster, there's got to be a way that Biden can like fake everybody out. Um, well, there is. Bring Trump back into it, into the fix. Now, I think Facebook and Twitter have really jacked the Democrats up. I know they, they got rid of Trump and they're making it so that he is no longer to use his voice except when he decides to use his voice. But here's the thing that kills him. Um, Trump is off of Twitter and he's not using his voice. Not as much as he used to. He's getting out there, he's making statements, but out for the most part, Trump is out playing golf all the time. So he's pretty much out of the way. New York pro prosecutors have decided to set up a grand jury to consider charges against uh, former President Trump and or executives for the Trump organization. So this is what the Washington Post read. Quote, The moves indicate the district attorney, Cyrus R. Vance Jr., investigation of the former president and his business has reached an advanced stage after more than two years. It suggests, too, that Vance believes he has found evidence of a crime, if not by Trump, then by someone potentially close to him or his company. Okay, um, 
couple things here. Uh, the grand jury is expected to last like six months, and they will hear things other than about the Trump case. Them saying people close to Vance said he's got evidence of no. He really doesn't. He really doesn't sound like he has much evidence if they're not going after Trump directly. So we're going to have to wave the what we're going to have to wave a red flag there and say you do have evidence. The investigation is centered around whether the value of the Trump organization operated organization properties were manipulated in a way that defrauded banks and insurance companies. And if these taxes tax benefits were illegally obtained by undervaluing properties, that could be a problem. Now, here's the problem I have with this. It's That's kind of an IRS thing. That's a federal thing, not for the city of New York to determine. And I had this problem when they brought this up a while back because they were saying, well, Trump could have done this. Yeah, but that's, um, that's a tax benefit thing. The IRS would have caught that by now. So, and Trump is under audit constantly. So to say he actually did that, I think after 20, 30 years in the biz, real estate business, he probably would have been caught by now. So this is the same BS talking point they've always had. The Washington Post further reported, quote, It is also unclear when or even if the grand jury will be asked to consider returning any indictments. Prosecutors handling cases such as this one can choose to present charges for the grand jury to consider or not. A prosecutor's grand jury strategy is often closely kept secret and can be subject to change. In other words, this grand jury, this is probably a non-story. This grand jury is being convened and yet no one knows why. Maybe they'll talk about Trump. Maybe they won't. Well, this this thing is happening. Letitia James, the Democrat uh, attorney general in New York City. She said she was going to find a crime on Trump when she got elected. She said in a statement, quote, we have informed the Trump organization that our investigation into the organization is no longer purely civil in nature. We are now actively investigating the Trump organization in a criminal capacity along with the Manhattan DA. We have no additional comment. Okay, she didn't say what she was looking for and what she had found. Her only political goal during her campaign was to get Trump. By the way, what she's saying, what she said she would do is probably an ethical violation. And a judge might actually throw anything out that she has because of this. You are not supposed to investigate. You are supposed to investigate as a DA crimes and then apply those crimes to an individual. You're not supposed to investigate a person or a company to look for crimes. That's actually unethical. Considering what she has said in the past, and we're going to get to that in a second, I have a feeling, even if she did find something, it would probably be dropped by a judge because of prosecutorial misconduct. Looking for a crime instead of having a crime and looking for a suspect and building a case. So, yeah, I don't think this is going to work. Of course, uh, the Trump organization made a statement 
The Attorney General of New York literally campaigned on prosecuting Donald Trump even before she knew anything about him. She said that if elected, she would use her office into office to look into every aspect of, of my real estate dealings. Okay, he's, he's actually talking here. She swore that she would definitely, quote, definitely sue me. She boasted on video that she would be, as I quote, a real pain in the ass, end quote. She declared, quote, just wait until I'm the in the attorney general's office, end quote. And, quote, I've got my eyes on the Trump Tower, she, end quote. She also promised that, if elected, she would, quote, join the law enforcement and other attorney generals across the nation removing the president from office, end quote. And, quote, it's important that everyone understand that the days of Donald Trump are coming to an end, end quote. By the way, um, yeah, this stuff's all unethical. It's prosecutorial misconduct. If, and she did say it because I've seen the videos, she said that the day before she was elected. There's no way a judge can sit there and prosecute, allow a prosecution to move forward because it's been made political. Trump continues, the attorney general made each of these statements, not after having an opportunity to actually look at facts, but before she was even elected, before she was even had even seen a shred of evidence. That's right, she was investigating the company, not investigating a crime. This is something that happens in the failed third world countries, not the United States. If you can run a run for prosecutor's office pledging you take out your enemies and be elected to that job by partisan voters who wish to enact political retribution, then we are no longer in a free constitutional democracy. Ouch. Everything he said is true. It's all true. And it doesn't say a lot for her investigation. And I guarantee you, if Trump does go through anything, uh, what will end up happening is that... Uh, he will be released because of unfair prosecution. But that isn't the only thing. I know I'm going over the Dave rule, but I have to. But that isn't the only thing. Spygate. Do you remember Spygate? This was when the um, this was when the Patriots and the New York Jets were playing in the Patriot in the playoffs. This is football team, and the Patriots had a guy who was stealing signals from the New York Jets. It was a big deal. It was a huge big deal. First, only the closest second was when, you know, Brady was taking air out of the footballs during a cold day. Well, apparently, in early 2008, ESPN reported that there was a guy named Arlen Specter who was from Pennsylvania, who was vis- investigating this whole thing. Arlen Specter was a Philadelphia Eagles fan. And by the way, why this is being investigated by our politicians, I have no idea. But it was being investigated, and Arlen Specter was actually going out, and he wanted answers, and he was going uh, to do something. Now, mind you, um, Bill Belichick was fined the most money by the NFL ever, and I believe suspended. So I'm not exactly sure what Arlen Arlen Specter actually expected to do. But in 2008, he had dinner with a Palm Beach businessman 
who had many ties to high-level football executives, okay, um, and politicians. In a phone call following the dinner, the businessmen report, reportedly told Spectre, if you lay off the Patriots, there'd be a lot of money in Palm Beach. So what did ESPN report? That businessman was Donald J. Trump. Now let's take this for all intents and purposes. First off, this is ancient news as far as the Spygate thing. That's all been dealt with. It's over. Arlen Specter has been retired. I'm not even sure he's alive. I think he might have passed away. But this is really irrelevant. And um, the reality is there's no evidence here. Again, we don't need evidence. And then finally... ESPN is owned by Disney. Disney is a leftist organization that is aligned to China. Go figure, they hate Trump. So, and the media is doing this. I'm going to skip this 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 deal. Um, but the media is really trying to push this and report this. And they are because their, um, their uh, viewership, and that's CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, AP, Reuters, all of these these legacy news outlets. Their viewership is down. Their viewer and readership is down forty percent. CNN can't even get a million viewers for any one of their shows, whereas Fox News is running between two point five and three million per show. Tucker Carlson's rerun in the middle of the night, is making more than any of the primetime shows on CNN. The media outlets, why? They stopped talking about Trump. And then they started talking about Biden. And there's so much jerking off of Biden that people are just not buying it anymore. And they just stop watching. When talking about a, a Biden story, they bring up Trump a total of 72% of the time. Absolutely incredible. For the last five years, the media has been pushing the leftist agenda. They have pushed a conspiracy theory about Trump and Russia. And people think they're insane now. People are sick of it. Independents, moderate Democrats, liberal Democrats, they're just done with it. The media's attempt to drag Trump back into the spotlight ain't working. And you know it's got to work. They're trying to make it work because that's the only way to hide all of Biden's malfeasance in the first four months. And it's just going to get worse. It's not working. Looking forward to 2022. Really am. Okay. Uh, I hope everyone has a great Memorial Day. A great Memorial Day weekend. Uh, thank you to all who have served. Uh, you can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, YouTube, and Rumble. Visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com so you can take a look at some of my links. My webpage is actually has a ton more in it than the podcast because of time and I'm five minutes over. Have a great weekend. This is Gene. I will not be out here on Monday. But uh, have a great weekend. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.